What is going on, Headstrong Nation? Welcome back to another podcast. I wanted to get one more out to you guys. Next week, your boy is going to be on vacation in Cancun, probably drunk off my ass the entire time. But hey, it is what it is. Today, I want to have the narrative of this entire podcast be right around the lines of self-pity. And this is something that I have been dealing with in a couple individuals this week. So it's kind of fresh in my head. And there's a couple things I want to touch on for this. Because here's the thing is that if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm speaking directly to you. And I think that's something that people get lost in when they're when they're listening to podcasts. They think it doesn't apply to me. I'm just listening to this. Maybe there's a lesson in there somewhere. No, I'm talking directly to you, jackass. This is about you. Be selfish and make sure that you know this is 100% about you. Because every single person, myself included, goes through self-pity. We throw ourselves pity party, or hey, at least you used to. Maybe you still do, maybe you don't. I still fall into this sometimes, but I'm a lot better at grasping it immediately and getting myself out of that bullshit. So there's a couple things that I think kind of tie into this. It's not going to fully be about self-pity, but one thing I really want to focus on right now is how much shit happens to us in our lives, right? And this is where the law of reflection is something that I will always, always remind myself of. The law of reflection is basically sitting and pausing to reflect on what just happened before making a uh, an action afterwards, right? And, and so a lot of times something happens to you out of pure raw emotion without any logical stance in your brain, you make a decision. More oftentimes than not, it's the wrong decision. And that, that's why after an argument, think about it like this. How many times have you argued with somebody or somebody has said something to you and you immediately clap back. It was just a huge argument. You walk away and after you have paused and thought about it for a little bit and you've reflected on it, all these thoughts come into your head afterwards of you saying like, damn it, why didn't I say this? Or damn it, I could have said this. Well, I can't believe I said that. This is what I should have said instead. That would have made more sense and I was dumb for saying that. Now I'm in this huge problem, right? And this is this is something that bleeds over into pretty much everything we do, right? You, you lose a job, right? That you get fired from your job. Immediately you go into panic mode. Immediately you call every subscription. You call every bill. If you've been working with a coach, that's the first thing you, you know, you go and cancel all these things to save money because you're just in an absolute frantic frenzy and you haven't paused to let everything catch up. That is one of the most valuable tools that we as human beings can master. It is the law of reflection. Let your lessons catch up. Stop, pause, reflect. Let that lesson catch up so you actually learn. Sometimes people will make that mistake and then they just will not ever stop to reflect. So the lesson never comes. And that's why we see people or we get stuck in these toxic cycles where we keep making the same mistake after the same mistake after the same mistake. You have to be able to stop wellowing in self-pity and say, why is this happening to me to, okay, this was the lesson. This is where I fucked up. Now this is what I need to do to be better. Now pity is a great thing. Pity allows us to feel emotion for another person going through something hard. Self-pity is a toxic illusion 
you lock yourself into and you can't get out of it. I'm working a dead end job and I want to do this, but I'll never be able to because X, Y, Z, right? I see this in a lot of my prep athletes or not mine specifically, but there are some prep athletes who, who will do this. Um, we, we see it all the time, you know, they'll, they'll be in prep. You'll post a food on your Instagram story and it's, oh my God, how dare you post this right now? Oh, this is making me, you know, oh, this is torture or, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm just so exhausted. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm starving. And it's like, you know, you're, you're sitting here in this self-pity, just constantly just focusing on how miserable you are instead of really stepping up to the plate as, hey, I decided to fucking do this. I'm in competition. I want to be the best. There are other people that are suffering just as much as me, but I'm going to shut the fuck up and stop giving it my attention and energy. And I'm going to push through it because this is what I want to do. This is what I chose to do. And my main giveaway I want to give you guys from this, and I feel like this is one of the most powerful one sentences you can ever hear is, you are what you choose to be. You are what you choose to be. If you choose to be somebody who is wallowing in self-pity, if you choose to be a complainer, if you choose to see it as suffering, as miserable, as, oh, I'm in so much pain, everybody should feel sorry for me. If that's who you choose to be, then that's who you're going to be. If you choose to be an athlete, if you choose to be somebody who embraces suck, if you choose to be somebody who does whatever you have to do to be successful, then guess what? You're going to be really fucking successful because that's what you chose to be and you are what you choose to be. People who are wallowing in self-pity choose to be that type of person. People who are in self-pity and choose to get them out of there and make something better of themselves chose to be something better than what they are right now. You think, and obviously there's going to be speculations here. Let me say this. So you think a somebody who came from nothing, had nothing, nothing going for them, somebody who worked and built themselves into a millionaire. Do you think that that person did it by wallowing in self-pity? No, that person did it because they chose to be what they needed to be to be that millionaire. And we see it all the time. This is why it's so it's such a crazy story when somebody makes it out of the hood or somebody makes it out of a, you know, Eminem grew up in a trailer park and now he's amazing. He really made something for himself. Eminem knew what he was. He knew he was the best rapper and he chose to be the best rapper every time he touched that mic. That that vibe, that energy, that confidence, it radiates through his music. Eminem is the fucking goat, right? Everybody knows who Eminem now is or is now because he chose to be that even before he was that. So guess what happened? He became that. You all, we all, I have, you have the power to choose to be what you want to be. If you want to, if you're, if you're a, I know I have a lot of competitors who follow me. And if you want to be the next pro, the next IFBB pro at nationals, 
choose to be it. But guess what? You don't get to choose to be that pro-level athlete and choose to be the person who bitches and complains about every fucking protocol that happens to you. Every time you're hungry, every time you know your workouts suck or your energy's low. You don't get to choose both. Complainers are complainers for a reason, and that is the exact reason they have second call-out comparisons at regional shows and national shows. Because guess what? The bitches and the complainers and the people who self-pity and can't work harder because everything's against them, it's not their fault, they're in second call-outs getting compared. The people who are in first call-outs are there because they chose to be there. The people who are getting promoted at your job are there because they chose to be the best person they could be to show up at work. The person who gets the girl at the end of the story, the person who gets the guy, whoever you get to marry, you get you get there because you chose to be that person in that relationship that you needed to be to make that happen. You have choices every single day of your life. This can piggyback off my last podcast of being 1% better every day. Your life is full of choices of you choosing what you want to be, who you want to be. Do you want to be that girl that's Snapchatting her titties to 15 guys a day to get some sort of exogenous or external motivation or validation that you're attractive and people want you? Or do you want to be that girl who people want to marry and bring home to mom, right? Guys, I can say the same thing. Do you want to be the fuck boy who just gets with a ton of girls? Or do you want to be the, the man that girls want to be with because you're such a respectable man and you're so successful because you choose to be that type of person? These choices will literally never end. Do you choose to be the obese person that can't put down the fork when they're full? Do you choose to be the athlete that says, hey, this is what my intake needs to be for me to hit my body composition goals? I want to be that, so I choose to be that. The second that we don't think we have choices is the time when everything goes wild. Now, let's be real. In the day-to-day life, we don't have a lot of choices, Um you know, m- most things are, are designated for us, but th- these people who break away from the societal norm that, you know, the, that's been engraved into our head, you go to school, you go to college, you get a degree, you go to a nine to five job, you pay off your student debts for 15 years, then you pay off your mortgage for the remaining 30 years, and then you die retired with no debt at 80 if you're lucky. That is what society has chosen for us as people. You have to choose to say, fuck that, that's not a life for me. I said that at like the age of 20 and I will never, ever, ever be more grateful that my dumbass of 20 years old made such a smart decision for myself now. Because I'll be honest, at 20, 21, I was a dumb fuck. I didn't care about anything. I thought I was hot shit. I chose to be a douchebag. I chose to let my early success on because... 21, I opened up my own gym. You know, I was hot shit. 21, everyone thought I was a loser in high school. Look at me now, training clients, making money. I I chose to be an arrogant asshole. And you know what? My businesses took huge hits because of it. My clients started leaving me because I felt I, I chose to be that person where I was like, man, people are lucky to have me as a coach. And I stopped giving people time and care and attention I would be on my phone texting majority of their training sessions until one day a client who had been with me for two years called me out. I, you know, She was supposed to do a set of 15. She did four 
dropped the dumbbell, and I said, good set. And then she called me out and was like, you've been on your phone ever since you opened this gym. You don't even pay attention to people anymore. Your clients are leaving, and you're just, you know, you're too caught up in your own shit to even realize it. And that was the wake-up call I needed. And you know what I did when I got that wake-up call? This client bitched me out. Bitched me out. Attacked my integrity as a man, as a coach, as a business owner. And you know what I did? I sat on it. I used the law of reflection. I sat, I waited, I stood still, and I let that lesson catch up to me before my emotions let me do otherwise. And that lesson was the pinnacle turning in all my success as an online coach now. It really, I I allowed my ego to drop and I allowed somebody to tell me that I wasn't doing something right. I allowed that because I stopped, I reflected, and let it catch up. And I said, man, this person's been with me for so long. If they feel like this, obviously that's why other people are leaving. And it's really not fucking rocket science. If I want people to stay and if I want to keep being successful, I have to be there always. I always have to be giving. I have to choose to be that coach that gives everybody attention, that is is fair with everybody, that pushes people, that doesn't give up on people, that people can have a connection with. That is the coach I choose to be, and I choose to be the best coach I possibly can. So there's not a single coach on the planet that can tell me they're a better coach than me because I choose to be myself as the best coach possible. And when I do that, nobody can compare. That's the same for every single one of you. The second you choose to be your best, you will never be less than that. But it has to be a choice and you have to be ready to take all responsibilities and all effort that comes with making that choice. It is so easy to be successful that it is just as easy to not be successful. At the end of the day, all that it comes down to is you choosing to be what you want to be. You are what you choose to be. And that's where I'm going to leave it for you guys. As always, thank you so much. The last podcast we did was probably the best one we've had thus far, the 1% Better Every Day. I appreciate every single one of you for screenshotting, for tagging, for sharing. To be honest, it's getting to that point now where I, I feel... Like I'm blowing up my feed by reposting all of your guys' tags, but I promise you I see them all and every time it makes me smile and I just am so grateful for every single listener on this podcast and I I really can't thank you guys enough. So if you have not left a written review yet or a five-star review, I would really appreciate it. The more written views, the better and that's how you know my podcast grows and more people can reach it. Five-star reviews are welcome. Screenshotting and sharing it is welcome. Thank you guys so much for the bottom of my heart. I will be in vacation again, or I'll be in Cancun again, like I said, next week. So no podcast next week. But if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see me getting drunk as fuck because I choose to be a drunk ass next week. Thank you guys for listening.